Hey, Paula. Hi, Josh. My tum-tum hurts. Oh, no. <laughs> What's up, buddy? I ate a lot of fried food yesterday. I think you need to tell everybody what it, exactly to the detail what it was that you ate. I ate three homemade corn dogs, <laughs> drank a number of not homemade beers, <laughs> and ate probably a hundred homemade tater tots. <laughs> and this was just at your house? No, oh, this is at my friend's house for corn dog day. Ooh, okay. And that is America's favorite holiday. It is America's favorite holiday, which was discontinued by brands, but my friends still do it. Yes, brands can just cancel holidays, so you better shape up. Yeah, we're starting. <laughs> Coca-Cola's <laughs> canceling Christmas. <laughs> the bears, the polar bears deserve better. <laughs> you haven't it's been like making the- your yearly sacrifice to the Coca-Cola gods. You leave out milk and cookies <laughs> for Santa. You leave, Yeah, you have to leave something for the brands, too. <laughs> You leave out milk and cookies for Santa. You leave out um, high fructose corn syrup for the, <laughs> for the Coca-Cola bears. <laughs> now go to sleep and close your eyes, little kids, and the Coca-Cola bears will come. But if you've been naughty, you'll get co- diet if Coke. If they catch you drinking Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the brand equivalent of like, we will turn this car around and we are not going to Disney World. Welcome to Being Earnest, Hi. a very sincere podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Paula. And I'm Josh. Josh, um, we have a really exciting topic this week, but I feel like we did not hit the breadth of Corndog Day. Yeah, uh, this is, maybe we're starting in a small town festival. I don't know if this is, it's maybe a small it's backyard. It's kind of a nationwide festival. Yeah, so Corndog Day was a March Madness style <laughs> uh, corndog event. That big corn dog put on. Invented by Pepsi Cola. Yeah, and it was and enthusiastically invented by Pepsi Cola. Yeah, I think it started with like a group of friends who were doing this kind of thing, and mm-hmm. then they made corn dogs and drank beer and, and ate tater tots. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they uh it got national and they would like send things to um to people to actually do corn dog day. But that no longer yes. happens, but a group of friends of mine, uh, it has been holding up the torch for a while. You've been single-handedly saving Corn Dog Day. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know when they say that like a language is going extinct, and there's a couple people that keep it alive and keep speaking it. Exactly, that's you, but with Corn Dog. Yes, Day. it's my friends, and that for Esperanto. Yes, you're kind <laughs> of the anthropological heroes in this. Yeah, story. it's a really fun day. They've been doing it for over ten years at this point. Quick wow. shout out to Mike Hayes. Uh, he is one of the hosts of B-Movie Mania, which is a really great podcast where they watch B-movies and it gets really, really weird. Also, if you're in Love Chicago, it. you can go to his B-Movie Mania uh, bingo night at The Native on every other Sunday. Why haven't we gone to that? That sounds amazing. I've been to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday. Let's go. Yeah. So anyway, so Paula, my tummy hurts because <laughs> I, I ate a lot of fried food. Josh, I have a corn dog day story. What a twist. What a twist. Um, so I briefly, You're the only other person who reacted normally when I said corndog day. Yeah, because everyone I, else is like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and you're I like, like, yes, I National this, Corn Dog Day. I it's on my calendar every year. Yeah, it's like it's the same as if you were to say Father's Day is coming up. Sure. You know? Um, yeah, so I uh briefly worked for our college radio station. Mm-hmm. And through that, I was sent a like promo package by the National Corn Dog Day headquarters, mm-hmm. and uh, my from dear, the band Corn from the ba- band Corn. It's a it's a uh, Corn cover band. Yeah. <laughs> Spelled with a C. Uh, and my friend Maddie and I used those um, those coupons at Cub Foods 
a Minnesota chain and we got just boxes and boxes of frozen corn dogs. And we didn't know what to do because, I mean, we're talking like probably over 200 corn dogs. Wow. That's a lot of corn dogs. That's a lot of corn dogs. And we came back to our dorm and we put them in the freezer because like, you know, that seemed like a problem for the next day. And we came back the next day and all 200 corn dogs were gone. First off, we're stopping the podcast. This is now a true crime podcast. We're going to go back. Where and, the hell did the corn Where dogs are the go? corn dogs? If you know, you legally need to tell me. I will call the cops. They've been investigating it for 10 years. Hi, I'm Josh Linden. <laughs> and I'm here with Paula Skaggs. Hello. In 2000 something, there was a caper. This season on Serial. Yeah, right. Dun, 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 dun. I never saw the corn dogs. <laughs> I just heard about them. Is this a good bit? I don't know. If this I is love it. I love a Serial <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, so that's that's the mystery of the corn dogs. Didn't need a single one. Wow. And I hope they went to a good home. Yeah, exactly. I hope they went to a good home. Anyway, Josh, what's our topic this week? Corn dogs. Uh, nope, it's not corn dogs. <laughs> our topic this week is... Malls. Malls. Shopping malls. Are there other kinds of malls? Yeah. Like the, the National, National Mall. mall. Uh, Mini malls. Yeah. The Game Mall Madness. Yep. Paul Malls, which is a type of cigarette. Ooh, we're going to cover them all this week. No, we're not. We're only going to talk about shopping malls. <laughs> Ooh, try to stop me, Josh. <laughs> uh, did you, were you a mall boy? Did you hang out at malls? Yeah, I did. I did. Causing trouble? Not causing so much a ca- ruckus, running around. More just, you know, I feel like when I was from 12 onwards, it was a way for me and friends to go somewhere that wasn't our homes mm-hmm. and feel like we were maybe adults and out in the world and we could be independent and we would hang out and flirt. Because, you know, it's you that big flirt, big flirt. Ah. Yeah, it's a time where we could have like boy girl parties. You know what I mean? Like we'd all just go to the mall and, you know, really just walk around and talk and end up in Brookstone every single time or Sharper Image. But Did we all know you had both Brookstone and Sharper. Image. Oh, oh, yeah, we had both. Wow. Yeah, but it was a, it was a really important spot for us to uh, to go and kind of just be it, we just spent a lot of time in malls for no good reason right just well, killing time that's all you have to do at that age though yeah you like that's that's your whole existence is going to school and killing time yeah exactly wow paula you're from minnesota i'm from minnesota and thank I've, you for thank you for noticing I, i've heard <laughs> there's an important mall there oh you've heard tell of the great mall of america i have Oh, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. So I am from rural Minnesota. I am from my mallless town, but uh, we were we. I'm from like uh, like about two hours south of Mall of America. So once or twice a year, uh, my parents would drive me up there. I would get to go like school shopping, and then sometimes a second, sometimes a second trip. Uh huh. Um, and it's uh, it's quite the mall. Yeah, it's quite the mall. But the greatest thing of my life, and I've com- I completely have not thought of this for years until I'm talking to you about malls. Um, I once won a thousand dollar gift certificate to mall of America. I'm sorry, what? I won a $1,000 gift certificate to mall of America and drove up there and like had to spend it all. And it was the best. You had like the equivalent of like a supermarket sweeps scenario. Yes. 
Paula, how did you win this $1,000? I won an award. Oh, what yes. award did you win? I won a one-minute play competition. I wrote, I wrote a one-minute-long play, and I won this competition. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's all it took was one I minute of funny. I completely forgot. Yes, I wrote, a, wrote a, I wrote a sketch, essentially. Uh-huh. And, how um, old were you? Uh, I was probably 15. Okay. And there was a juniors division and it was at the Ivy Awards, which is this like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm bragging, but, um, you can brag. Not, it's okay. It's your, not. it's your podcast. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it was like the Minnesota Ivy Awards, which was like, I guess the Tonys of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I'm familiar. Thank you so much. <laughs> and it was at this big theater and you had to dress. It was like a formal event. It was like a gala. And you sat in this big theater. And then at one point I had to go downstairs and go backstage and then they brought the three finalists on stage. And then there was like a crazy spotlight. And then they announced the winner and the spotlight went on me. And then I had to step to the side. And the guy from Mystery Science Theater, which is from Minnesota and one of my all-time favorite shows, performed my play. What? Yes. And then the prize was a $1,000 gift certificate. And I also got a gift bag because they gave everybody gift bags um, who won like, you know, a real award. And uh, there was like shampoo and stuff in there. That's the real gift. <laughs> it's the yes, stuff. yes, it was a, it was um, it was a whirlwind. But I'm amazed that this is a story that you've forgotten. <laughs> you've just had so many successes <laughs> in your life that you're like, oh yeah, this time where I won upwards of, I won a thousand dollars, and like I was, you know, a child prodigy, yeah. and I met one it of my was, heroes. It was perfect because it was not a thousand dollars cash. Because it was a thousand dollars cash, like my parents would have been like. This goes in savings, yes. you know? They would have been like, you need to be like a logical, smart person. But a $1,000 gift certificate where it's just like, go burn this. Yes. Go burn this. Go buy a hat because you saw it in Elizabethtown. That is the perfect gift for someone that age. So I know that yes. gift certificates, generally, people are like, oh, it's so impersonal. It's yes. so, you can't, it doesn't actually mean anything. Disagree. Disagree. Hard disagree. Because you can't use it responsibly. Yes. If somebody gives me cash, very much appreciated. I love it. Thank you very much. But it's always like, well, I, I need to put this in savings. Or like, yeah, you I need put it in savings. Or like, here's, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I really need it. I should probably get, like, a Swiffer or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like I need a new vacuum. But if you gave me uh, like a an American Express gift card, like debit card kind of thing, or you gave me a Brookstone yes. gift card, you know I'm, yeah, maybe I need that Swiffer, but I'm buying a Roomba. Yeah. Of course I'm, I'm buying going, a Roomba. I'm going absolutely wild. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love so much. We're, we're dancing away from malls a little bit, but... um. You know when you're checking out at Walgreens and there's uh, the wall full of other gift cards you can buy? Mm -hmm. And they're always to the most specific places. Uh It is not Visa gift cards. It's not Walgreens gift cards. It's like Macaroni Grill. Oh, yeah. Chili's. Buffalo Wild Wings. I was going to say Chili's. Yeah. (laughs) Chili's. It's it's chain restaurants. Yes. And I mean, that's it's just such a gift. My last apartment, the landlord at Christmas would send... Everyone in the building, a $50 Amazon gift card. That's so nice. Super nice. He wouldn't do maintenance in a timely fashion. But otherwise... Buy your own maintenance. You have $50. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But it was so nice. It was such a nice little perk where I was like, oh, I could get something that I need for the apartment. Yeah. Or here's the full DVD set of Lord of the Rings that I now own. That Josh (laughs) for sure already owned. Yeah. (laughs) 
But there's a special edition. <laughs> there's a different cover on this one. Yeah. There's another scene <laughs> where it cuts off in the middle of it, but Frodo says something different. <laughs> um, that's so nice of a landlord. Yeah. That's a good landlord gift. Definitely. I- Shout out to Bert. Hey, Bert. Thanks for listening, Bert. So, Paula. Sure. Hi. Being Earnest Nation wants to know, <laughs> what did you buy with that $1,000? <laughs> I'm sure I... In I your mall of America. I in my mom because she would have... Consumer fever dream. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. <laughs> and I want to be clear that, like, I think the next year they did that competition, they were like, <laughs> that was very irresponsible. <laughs> I'm imagining you running through the Mall of America, just like singing at the top of your lungs while there's a, while there's like a, that's, you did a montage in real life. (laughs) I wish I had that now as like an adult. Um, what did I get? I, my mom would for sure remember everything because she has a perfect memory. Um, I got, uh, this very cool Andy Warhol tote bag Mm -hmm. from Urban Outfitters that I remember was a splurge. Um, Mm -hmm. but I was 15 and I was very quirky and like, and you had a thousand dollars. I spent so much of it at Urban Outfitters Uh because we didn't. So I'm from rural Minnesota and, uh, the closest, like, Regular mall is 45 minutes away. And it was like a pretty small mall. Like we didn't have, there wasn't an Urban Outfitters. Uh, at the time there wasn't H&M. There wasn't Forever 21. There weren't these kind of like mall mainstays. Sure. Um, there were a lot of like Minnesota living stores. They like just sold like wood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like signs that are like, in Minnesota, mosquitoes are birds. Um, lots of those kind of jokes. <laughs> and so when I get to Mall of America and there were just like these chain stores. I'm sorry. I'm imagining bumper stickers or it's like, like my moose is an honor roll student. <laughs> I would put a thousand of those on my car. Um, it's thing? just the little pictures of all of the different, <laughs> like, you know, where you have the little family that yes. you can do, but it's like person, 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 dog, 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 wood, moose. Moose with a little graduation cap. Yeah, right. A little jaunty cap. Caribou. Is that a thing in, uh, in, Snow. in Massachusetts? Like, are people obsessed with it being Massachusetts? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because I feel like that's like, Minnesota's like... Minnesota still has caribou coffee, mm-hmm. even though every other one closed. Apparently, there were going to be riots, and Caribou Corporate was like, "I guess we got to keep these open, yeah, so, so the state doesn't that's, burn." That's Massachusetts and yeah. Friendly's restaurants. No, what the what the beep is a Friendly's? <laughs> friendly? You've never been in a Friendly's? No. What is that? It sounds made up. No. What do friendlies. they serve? Baked beans. <laughs> that was a sick burn. <laughs> There was, yeah, I'm I'm still reeling from the burn. <laughs> uh, no, there was a whole chain of them uh, for forever. They're kind of like a. Um, Are you thinking TGI Fridays? They're like kind of TGI Fridays. They're kind of Applebeesy. They're kind of but like it got different. replaced by a Johnny Rockets, which is more kitschy, yeah. but the same kind of vein. It, it. It's that kind of like you're getting a good burger. Yeah, you're sitting down and you're, you're getting, getting you're getting burger. a burger. Yeah, you're getting you're a get, burger. A burger, and they're like, oh, we've got mushroom Swiss now. We've called it the. Swiss monster or yeah, something like that. And but there's you, like a like a bunch of fry options. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And there was ice cream. They have their own brand of ice cream oh, okay. where you could get it like in stores and things like that. So okay. you'd go for like a Sunday or whatever. Ooh. Or you'd that was the place that the Acton Boxborough Regional High School Proscenium Circus Drama Club would descend upon oh. after shows in Kids. our pancake makeup at like ten minutes before close and yes. everyone at the friendlies was like just kill me now. And just kill me now. <laughs> Y'all rolled in like ballers being like, 
give me my free water. Yeah. <laughs> Bring us an app to share 12 ways. Yeah, exactly. Can we get three apps for 50 people? We just finished a performance of Once Upon a Mattress. <laughs> Tipping a dollar each, being like, we are so generous. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, this is my money to spend. Oh, God. My mom gave me $10 for tonight. Yes, yes. And you would sit there for hours. For hours past <laughs> Taking clothes. up the biggest table you can. And there'd be one family. Yes. There, that was still eat, trying to have a normal late night dinner. Yes, as these like, kids are just screaming. as these clowns come in, as these theater kids are just reciting the lines from the shows they just did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or the hottest musical of the time, which was probably either Wicked yeah. or Spring Awakening, yes, which was not appropriate screaming. to be saying in public. Yes, and the the girls are just like kind of like stealing the boys' hats a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and I cannot emphasize how much pancake makeup we had on oh, how yeah. much eyeliner how oh, much makeup yeah. we used to have um did you do lines like you would line the lines on your face if you were an old person yeah no 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 for some for some reason our like high school director was like if you're on stage you gotta have your lines drawn in so any forehead crease any like lines by your mouth you would paint it in with dark makeup and then kind of smudge it out and then we were like, we look so cool. We're actually like really artsy. Like nobody else does this. And then you would see the pictures later and be like, oh no. That's horrifying. Yes. Yes. It's like he, you were just a bunch of Benjamin Buttons <laughs> trying to do a production children. of, yeah, trying to do a production of Kiss Me Kate. <laughs> um, God, yes. Friendlies. Yeah. I'm saying May like rest I've in been peace. there. Yeah. Oh, did it close? I think most of them have closed at this point, but I think oh. there's two or three in Massachusetts. Still kind of still. hanging out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a big thing. Like It was a big chain for lots and lots of years. It's really sad. Yeah. Like That's Filene's cool. is another. Oh, Filene's basement. Filene's itself, not just the basement. Are you telling was... me? When I was. I thought there was just a basement. No, there's a. Filene's upstairs. The name of the store <laughs> was Filene's Basement. No, no, there is there's, a store called Filene's Basement. There's Filene's like, main building. Yeah, there's Filene's regular store. Yeah, it's um, it was Filene's ground floor. Yeah, it was a big chain in uh, at least New England for is, a long time. My dad's this, first job was at a Filene's out of college. Is this similar to like a Herberger's? We've accidentally found ourselves back in a mall. Wow, Man, look at that. Well, we art. planned that hey, this whole time. That's art. Subscribe. Um, <laughs> is that like a Herberger's? I have no idea what a Herberger is. What the, the fuck eye. is a Herberger's? You're looking in the eye. You're going, it's a Filene's. You don't know what Herberger's? No, I don't know what a Herberger's is. Herberger's. Herberger's sounds like it's a Johnny Rockets, but only for women. No, it's a Herberger's. <laughs> <laughs> a Herberger's is a store that you go in. We only use female cows. <laughs> which is <laughs> what cows are. <laughs> oh my God, they are. Um... <laughs> Listen up, America. We're only eating female cows. The future is here and it's Female cows. You ever stop to think about the fact, why aren't we eating bulls? That sounds like some bull to me. Wait, do we not eat bulls? I don't think so. Not normally. What, are, what the hell are we doing with bulls then? We're just making more cows. And riding so you're them. You're telling me. That is inequality. All right, I'm on Quora right now. Quora, help us. Why don't we eat bulls as we do eat cows? Are all cows female? 
Yeah, cow is a female bovine that has at least one calf. Okay. You know what? I'm wrong. <gasps> Do we eat bulls? We eat both. Oh. Females and males. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. But there's, this just... is a disturbing article that's making me want to be a vegetarian. No, no, no. Close it. <laughs> did, did I tell you about that crazy restaurant I ate in in Iceland? No. Okay, so you drive out to this farm. Mm-hmm. This idyllic Icelandic farm. You go inside. You walk up the stairs. It is a burger restaurant. Welcome to this burger restaurant in Iceland. Thank you. You sit down. There's a little window. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You look out the little window. You are making eye contact with the cows that you are eating. I mean, not the cows, but like the cows you're looking at will become the burger. It's like picking out your own lobster. Yes, but crazier. And theoretically, you're looking out only at the dairy cows, but you, you tilt your head a little bit sea of burger cows that was crazy yes isn't that wild just a bunch of walking burgers it just really kind of made you face your own mortality (laughs) (laughs) and that someday you're going to become a burger we're all going to become burgers yeah so what the fuck is a (laughs) herburgers okay sorry so a herburgers is um it's i think it's a traditional department store it probably was interchangeable with filene's sure Uh, yeah filene's got bought by jc penny okay so it's like the same these are all sibling uh sibling department stores um it's where you're going for um perhaps some christmas chocolate mints Mm -hmm. um you're definitely going there for your homecoming and prom dresses i did uh as far as I know, that's all they sold. Sure, yeah. I think other stuff. Maybe um, like like billowy men's polos. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you if know, you want some Tommy Bahama, yeah. if you want some polo, you're getting a you're Ralph getting Lauren. a yes, you're getting a twenty percent off coupon. Oh, there's definitely some Nautica there. Uh, you're getting a twenty percent off coupon in the uh, Sunday newspaper. Sure. Yeah. So that's what a Herbergers is. Definitely. And it was um, it was like kind of one of the pillars of malls, as far as I knew. Yeah, same with uh, with Filene's. With Filene's but, basement. Filene's, look, Filene's mainframe. Filene's, <laughs> Filene's main floor. It's upstairs, downstairs. The new, uh, the thing that like Downton Abbey is based on. The, it's like a, it's a period drama <laughs> upstairs, downstairs, but it's just Filene's upstairs <laughs> and Filene's basement. Okay, this is great because then the upstairs are like the fancy people. Yeah, exactly. And then the downstairs are like little gremlins like me yeah just, and it's it's uh products aren't organized it's just like huge bins and you're just digging <laughs> digging through them i found me some jumpers <laughs> <laughs> hey these kids are 45 percent off <laughs> i got a i got a crop top it'll be great for festivals this lemon shortbread candle will be perfect in my living room four dollars <laughs> Just absolutely. Look at this accent chair. Oi, oi, oi. Next week on Filene's Upstairs Downstairs. I can't find my ascot. <laughs> oh no, the downstairs have come upstairs. <laughs> oh no. Um my dad's first job out of school was at a Filene's. Really? As a manager at that Filene's. He was His in like first a first job was a manager? Yeah, he Your went Your dad rolled in, he goes, <laughs> first job ever. Yeah, I guess I'll be the boss. So I don't really know. So it was some kind of like business program that he had gotten into okay. where he was like part of the the like 
management team and he okay. was looking at the data and things like that. Oh, okay. And he hated it. Oh my God, did he hate it. From what I understand, I wasn't alive yet. Um, but he told me weird things. Like there's a lot of psychology that goes into setting up a department store. Really? So the reason why the escalators aren't convenient at all, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you have to walk around to the other side to keep going up more floors. Yeah. It's so you have to pass more stuff. Oh, that makes sense. And you have to watch it. So some prime stuff is on the walk between where you're going, where you're going up on one floor and then you're trying to go up to the second floor because you have to pass by it. Oh, that would make sense. Kind of like how they put candy at the, uh, everything you might impulse buy right by the cash register. And it always works. It always works. I always end up buying something from that impulse Like an Us Weekly. Yes. Yes. I got to find out if Jen and Brad are actually back together. No, they're not. Um, what a, what a wild first job. Josh, what was your first job? First job that I ever had or first job out of school? Mm, I would like the first job that you ever had. One was, I was a third grade Hebrew school TA. (gasps) Ooh. So I helped third, little third grade Jews learn how to read Hebrew, not understand Hebrew, read Hebrew, pronounce Hebrew. There's there's a difference. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, exactly. Can you sing the Hebrew ABCs and can you sound out words in preparation for your bar or bat mitzvah five to six years later? Is it that many years of preparation? Yeah, it's a lot of wow. time. Well, it's a lot of time because you need it, it, you know, to do it right. <laughs> it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and like also just being able to read Hebrew and, and continuation of the culture and all that kind of stuff. So I did that. I was also, through my junior high and high school years, a Massachusetts State baseball umpire. There we go. (laughs) There we go. That's the answer I wanted. What? So I started out doing Little League games because they would look for kind of like older kids to just be ad hoc umpires for the really little kids. So like, you know, the six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. It's really boring because they can't throw over the plate. Yeah. But young Josh thought, hmm, I enjoy this. Why don't I go get what's called patched? So get the like official become part of the Massachusetts Baseball Umpires Association union and go. You joined a union. You unionized. I I took a test and was admitted into essentially like an Elks club or uh, whatever. But for Massachusetts umpires oh my gosh so it was me as like a 17 to 20 year old kid Uh and a bunch of like 55 60 year old dudes who did this for just like extra money on the side oh my gosh and you know it, it was like i had the uniform like the hat with the MBUA on it. I had the patch, like official patch. I had different colored shirts for if it was too hot outside. Like you don't want to wear your dark blues when it's really hot. You wear your powder blues, but they're big enough to put. And I had like the gear, the home plate gear that goes under the uh, the shirts and under the pants, like specific um, umping pants and shoes that had like steel toed toes so that if you got hit by a foul ball, it wouldn't break your toe and stuff like that. And I had so much power to control baseball games at a, like, middle school to high school level. What? 
this is like finding out that my cat is actually a, a polar bear. <laughs> I had no idea. you at all, though, I Paula? I mean, it surprises me that you've never mentioned it. We've been friends for a while. I can't believe the first thing you said to me wasn't, hi, my name's Josh. I was actually a very young umpire. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. When we met at a lake house, this is true. you should have said, bonjour. <laughs> nice to meet you. Let me tell you the tale of my people, the umpires. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, Paula. What is that sound? Everyone move, it's the fuzz. Action, action. Action, action. it. Jump, jump. Doug? I don't know. Doug was a narc the whole time. Oh, yeah. Doug was undercover, dude. You didn't know that? Welcome to Action Actin, a segment where we read the police log from my hometown, Acton, Massachusetts. Action Acton, Massachusetts. We love this police log because it's all about small town crime. It's very endearing. Things like at 8.50 a.m., A caller reported an issue with the lights on Main Street. The crosswalk signal was activating every cycle. An officer responded to reset the lights. Mass Highway was notified that the reset did not work. Some say the lights are still messed up to this day. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I want to talk about two different things. Bring them on. The first of which is I think there is a caper happening. And a rivalry. Okay, these are two um, huge things you're just throwing at me right now on yeah. Sunday morning. The, what is your definition of a caper? Like a, a ruse going on. Oh, I thought you meant like the little things that you put on cream cheese like, and salmon. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> I would love if there were some capers right now. So the thing about action acting is you have to read between the lines. Sure. So at... 4.39 p.m., a caller reported giving out personal information and inserting some money into a Bitcoin machine on Great Road. No. After receiving some phone calls from what she believed was the Tewksbury Police Department. <gasps> Tewksbury is another town kind of far away, okay. but in Massachusetts. I think there's two different things that could be happening here. Okay. One, this could be a ruse that someone is pretending to be the Tewksbury Police Department trying to seem like they are legitimate. Probably what happened. Or there's an underground war and rivalry between the Tewksbury <gasps> Police Department and the Acton Police I Department. Would be lying and if they're I trying to this. And they're trying to create crime in each other's towns. Oh, to keep it interesting. To keep it interesting. It's a friendly rivalry between the different police departments. Yes. So I think there was a Tewksbury police officer hiding in the Bitcoin machine. (laughs) And when she entered in that information, they just grabbed it. You know what? Sometimes the obvious answer is right in front of you the whole time. She wrote it on a piece of paper. She stuck it in there, just grabbed it, called her. Yeah. I mean, you can't see listeners, uh, the cork board that I've flipped over (laughs) with all the different pieces of yarn. How did you get into my house to put that together? No, I put it. I, I live here. Remember? Oh, that's right. I forgot. I have so many questions. Number one, why is there a Bitcoin machine around? I thought Bitcoin was dead. R.I.P. 
Apparently not in Acton, Massachusetts. Apparently it is so active. The two things that we keep alive are Bitcoin and friendlies. <laughs> <laughs> and now we can't edit out the friendlies. <laughs> yeah, you just solidified its place in the pod. Um, I'm shocked. So this woman, Bitcoin is such a big thing still that people are using machines. She's pulling over to the side of the road for a illegitimate Bitcoin machine. Apparently. Did they solve the crime? I, it, I don't see anything yet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I guess I would have been tipped off if there was a Bitcoin machine, <laughs> a Bitcoin ATM. I, the way I'm picturing it is uh, it's like a giant cardboard box. <laughs> it's just someone has it's written. It's just somebody's written Bitcoin, <laughs> but they spelled it wrong. Like the first time it's crossed out. It's Bitcoin, Bite- but they cut out, they crossed out the E. Bitcoin. <laughs> The sad thing is that, like, I was not surprised that there might be a Bitcoin machine in Acton, Massachusetts. Oh, no. The second thing I want to talk about, chum chum, is that Acton, Massachusetts, has an official position in its government called the Dog Officer. <gasps> if it's not a dog that oversees. The rights of canine citizens walk out this room. So here's the thing. It's masked in shadows and secrecy. So here's the thing. It it is under the Department of Animal Control. Okay. For sure. And the that's kind of the standard term that's used across different Massachusetts municipalities is animal control officer. All right. However, boring, Acton, sad, lame. <laughs> Acton seems to have a dog officer. There we go. Um, from the animal control page on the Acton, Massachusetts website. Okay. It says around animal control, quote, if you wish to report a nuisance, please call the police department at, there's a phone number here, and ask to contact the dog officer. They'll tell you a secret location. You <laughs> knock on that door three times, you'll be led into an underground casino. Keep you going. Make sure you bring treats. <laughs> <laughs> bring treats. Don't ask questions. Yeah, exactly. Refer to everyone you meet as good boy. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, you have to bring two different kinds of treats. Either you can bring uh, like a pig's ear, or you need to bring two discrete different kinds of treats to prove that you. Are. Yes. So the dog officer had a very busy week. Okay. At 1.56 p.m., a small white puppy was reported running around a building on Strawberry Hill Road. Bring me that puppy. Bring me that puppy. (laughs) The dog officer responded and picked up the dog. Small white puppy. At 7.14 p.m. another day, a past motor vehicle crash involving a dog was reported on Main Street. The reporting party reported the incident to the dog officer and was and was instructed to alert APD. I think the dog's okay. But the dog officer, very, very, very important in all dog-related actions for a week. Josh, I'm, cr- I'm like legitimately crying. <laughs> Something bad happens to a person, that sucks. Something bad happens to a dog, I'm going to need to take the rest of the day off. And I assume it's like the dog officer is another dog. Yes. Coming in and being like, I got you, bud. I got you. God, oh. there's so much senseless violence in this town. <laughs> oh, he's but, one day away from retirement. Yeah. But the next week, there are three 
different discrete dog related incidents that they don't mention the dog officer at all Go in on. the following week. Go on. 2.14 p.m. A black lab running in and out of traffic was reported on Farmstead Way. The dog was returned to Palmer Kennels. 4.52 p.m. A brown and white dog was reported running in and out of the roadway on Arlington <gasps> Street. The dog was returned to their owner by an officer. An officer, not the dog officer. At 10.42 p.m., a loose dog was reported on Central Street. The resident was scared of the dog in their yard. The dog was secured and returned to her owner. Okay, no Josh. mention of the dog officer. Where is the dog officer? I think we're missing a dog conspiracy that's happening. Why are these dogs running in and out of traffic so much? I think I've cracked the case, Paula. Okay. One week, we have the dog officer. Okay. And there's clearly a tragic moment that week. The next week, there is no dog officer, but a lot of dogs are getting loose. The dogs are rising up. Yeah. And the dog officer took a stand and said, you know what? No. I no longer will will stand by the man. Literally the man. Yes. And I will encourage all these dogs to rise up and leave their bondage. Be free, Be dogs. free and be free. And they fired the dog officer because he was he was barking up the wrong tree, shaking too many leaves. Tail as old as time. Get on this dick, wolf. Yeah. Chomp, chomp. So, Paula, I've been waiting to ask this question all pod. Okay. Could I get your preferred mall food court order? Yes, 100%. We're going to Panda Express. See, I thought you might say that. I'm a Panda Express girl through and through. I love, like, gross Chinese food like that. Like a disgusting orange chicken? Just bring me that disgusting orange chicken. And when I was younger, I would get those disgusting noodles with it, too. And when I say disgusting in like a term of endearment, you know, sure. I love them. Uh, but now I'm going to get the veggies because I'm um, health conscious. But you're still going to Panda Express. Still going to Panda Express, <laughs> still getting the orange chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they cool. cancel each very other out. Cool. Very that cool. That is, um, I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to turn down, uh, you know, baked potato company or whatever that is too. What malls were you going to? Minnesota had- malls. Ah, right. Um, tell me about yours. So... In college, the Providence Place Mall, the second largest carpeted mall in New England. The second largest carpeted mall in all of New England. In all of New England. So there's a bigger carpeted mall. Yeah, the Natick Collection. The worst idea I've ever heard is a carpeted mall because there's just mall walkers. Yeah. There's people that just walk the mall, track and dirt all over. Somebody's vacuuming that. Yeah. Ugh. But it's better on your knees. Is for it? when you're walking. I don't know. Probably. You know, there, there's spongy stuff yeah. like on the 606 when you're running and that's better than running on concrete. Yeah, oh, I don't run, but I know I kind of can infer that that would make I sense. I would imagine that yeah. having a rug would be helpful. I would love an all turf ball. <laughs> <laughs> turf central. Um, okay. So you're at the second yeah, largest. It's all grassy <laughs> turf. The stuff that like gets in your shoes. The recycled <laughs> tire stuff. I also am loving the thought of like these very weird specific rankings. Yeah. Like, wh- like what would your what would your weird ranking be? The largest mall with two Spencer's gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I am the third tallest performer in my office. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, Josh, you were probably at one time like the seventh youngest umpire in the, in yeah, the Massachusetts. In League. the bigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I would probably be running for I would be in the top five of worst glasses prescription in my office. Ooh. The office is such a funny one because that it's usually like a you know, you at least have like a range of ages and, and things in there. So yeah, that's, a, exactly. that's a little sample size. Yeah, it's more of a heterogeneous uh, data sample. Yes. I completely have forgotten to mention my my favorite. So I'm getting, if I'm eating dinner, mm-hmm. I'm eating the orange chicken. But we have got to pay lip service to the angel, the saint, the number one, the OG, Auntie Ants. Auntie Ants. Auntie Ants. Auntie Anne's rules. Yeah, it's very good. Yes. I, I don't really have like a lot done. You know what's great about Auntie Anne's? What? It's so gross. Well, you know. The sauce? On, no. They're little pretzel dogs. You're you going to have to enlighten me. Yeah. Okay. So it kind of tastes like uh, like there's gasoline on them, but in a really addictive kind of way. And uh, it is a, a very <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, it makes sense if you've had one. Somehow they taste like gasoline, but very good. Um, so I, I think they have full size. I'm imagining you, you going to like a Sunoco or a Sitco or a or a mobile Just station, and it. you're like, you fill up the car, and then yeah. you're like. Might as well top myself off. <laughs> just spritz the, the thing into your it. mouth. You know what? Next time we are in the vicinity, I will make you eat one, and you will you will see what I mean. When you bite into it, it it tastes like delicious gasoline pretzel dog. Okay. And I think they sell a full size one, but really, what you're doing is you're getting a cup, and they're full of mini ones, uh-huh. and uh, they're so delicious. And one of my happiest memories from last summer is. Um, Friend of the pod and uh, one of my best pals, Megan Stalter, and I uh, were in New York. And we had, we for whatever reason, uh, we had a lot of time, that was it. We had a lot of time to kill at the airport because our flight kept getting like delayed and delayed and delayed. Mm-hmm. And the only thing open in this very horrible little terminal at LaGuardia or whatever it was, was an Auntie Anne's. Mm. I've been in that terminal. Was it the American terminal? It probably was. Yeah, it was whatever was the cheapest it's flight. It's only an Auntie Anne's and a uh, like a Sam Adams brewery thing where you can get yes. basically like yes. a rubber hamburger. Yes, horrible. So we got so many of the tiny gasoline hot dogs uh-huh. and we watched the office on my phone and we were laughing so hard that multiple people were like you've got to stop <laughs> laughing so loud at episodes of the office that we've seen so many times and um yeah I just love it like we're just millennials I don't I know like, I guess for us we're just like really into this like show um, I, like uh, what am I doing on Friday Friday at 2 a.m Probably watching the app. That's a, that is the hot show for people to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm making a dating app joke. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is a, that, it's I've never prompt. been on a dating app. Yeah. Is that is that like a It's a common thing? prompt. Every single person is like, the office. I mean, it's a great show. It is a very good show. Um, But I also want to give a shout out to Auntie Anne's uh, cousin, Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Anne's niece. Yeah, exactly. Cinnabon. Yeah. I'm not eating at Cinnabon. I'm, I'm aggressively pro uh, Auntie Anne's disgusting gasoline pretzel dogs. But the smell of it, that is like the yeah. smell of a mall. Like the smell of a mall, if you were to turn the mall into a perfume, would be Cinnabon and then like uh, chlorine from a fountain. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, Josh, I also want to make sure that we touch base on um, the future of the mall. Yeah, if listeners, I know we have a lot of we do a lot of jokes here. Yeah. We do a lot of fun, but people turn it tune in to being earnest for our takes 
on where trends are going. <laughs> What well, the future on, might look like. I guess if you were to describe me and Josh, you would describe us as um, uh, my apartment building's fourth best trend forecasters. Yeah. <laughs> and there's six units. <laughs> so middle-ish, a little below. Paula, uh, yeah. let's gaze into our being earnest crystal ball. What yes. do you, what do you imagine the mall of the future might have? Indoor skydiving. Because mm-hmm. that's kind mm-hmm. of a hot thing. I think. I think uh, we're talking more activities. You know? Oh, I see. You got to make it the hot spot. Oh, I see. Because I was thinking of this very differently. I think this is why we're so complementary to each other, and we we work so well together. Please rate and subscribe. It's <laughs> <laughs> a free one for you right there. That's a that's a review that you can yeah. just write. You from, just write that. You right just there? put that put that uh, with your name. Wah, wah. <laughs> we're doing a lot of um, uh, 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 chef kissing, kisses, kissing our fingers like a, like a chef today. See, I'm thinking more about infrastructure. Like, what does the f- a mall of the future look like? Mm, Jetpacks. See, I was thinking pneumatic tubes <laughs> that take you up and down to different levels. Pneumatic tunes? Tubes. Oh. But also tunes. Maybe they just play a song fun. and you like kind of float. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, you're just like, maybe this is what Elon Musk's Hyperloop is for. <laughs> yeah. To just get to different malls, different parts of the mall. Yes. Elon, come on, build this. Yeah. Um, I think that the mall of the future is going to be a uh, nightlife destination. Ooh, that's so kind of like one of those phrases that I don't really situation? know what that means, but yes. a, a nightlight or nightlife? Nightlife. Nightlife. So like a cosmic bowling, like it's a mall yes. during the day, and it's a yes, it's and just it's a like freaking party central. It's where night. society can gather to see and be seen. Yeah, all the know? teens can grind. Yes, yes. <laughs> just get nasty. Yes, absolutely. So we're talking all of the nightlife hotspots again: indoor skydiving, cosmic bowling. <laughs> Bumper cars, <laughs> just activities. You know, people love experiential marketing learning. So here's two letters for you, Paula. All right. V R, virtual reality. So I know that there virtual are, reality malls. Yeah. So first and foremost, like probably like you could sit on your own couch and you could walk around the mall and you yes. could go to the mall. Now that's a great idea. Yeah, I. Feel like someone's probably working on that, and if not, TM, 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 TM. This is TM, ours. This is 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 ours. We're making you a sitting on your couch, but you're also browsing the ten for ten dollars sale at Claire's. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. And so you don't have to go. You could actually like go and see stuff, and, and then you, you can't buy anything. Yeah, you can't buy anything, but you could you could buy it online. It's like an on. You just buy it you online can't... through the store. Oh, okay, that actually makes way more sense because I was thinking you write that down, you go online later, you buy it. <laughs> so you you look at a product. Okay, so we're talking virtual reality mall. You're strolling, you're walking, yeah. you are automatically paired with cool teen friends. Yeah, exactly. And you not can in a either, creepy way. Yeah, so you can either meet up with other people who are in this kind of like second life mall. Yes. Or they give you teen friends. Okay, you get teen you get to choose one of two paths. Teen friends, old ladies. Yeah. Old mall walkers. Mm-hmm. There is no in between. You pick one, you become one. That is what you're doing. That's the there. character creation yes. portion of the game. Yes. This is the best idea we've ever had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna do I think it. That's gonna do it. But we do have uh, some earnest moments of the week. We do from listeners. From listeners. If you want to send in an earnest moment of the week, you can email us at b 
beingearnestpod at gmail.com. You can send it to us through any type of social media. We're beingearnestpod on all the social media. Nice and Or easy. you can uh, just look at our Instagram stories right before we record <laughs> when we're like, oh, God, we need some earnest moments of the week. We said we were going to do this earlier. We said we were going to do this earlier. <laughs> um, well, Josh, I think we each have a couple, and then we also have a couple submitted. So should we do the listener submitted? Yes, please. Okay, from um, wonderful artist who is going to have her first cartoon in the New Yorker. Whoa! Yeah, she got accepted. Isn't that amazing? She's That's an amazing, so amazing. She's an amazing cartoonist. Um, her name is Madeline Horath. It's M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E-H-O-R-W-A-T-H. I spelled the whole name. I probably could have figured out how to spell Madeline yourself. Either way, follow her. Um, she said that she spent hours trying to figure out how to write one joke, but she refused to walk away, and she's now submitted that joke out into the, the world for editors. That's amazing. Isn't that a great one? That's so great. I know. I love um, that. From another listener, friend of the pod, Kristen Hallen. Hi, Kristen. That a 50-plus-year-old man was dancing his heart out to Vampire Weekend last night. So she was at the Vampire Weekend show, and his family was all around him and was very embarrassed Aww. by him. But he was dancing his little heart out to those uh, to those little ska boys. That's not a normal dad. That's a fun dad. Is that Zydeco? I don't know. It's not Zydeco. It's it's vampire. It's hipster. Yeah, Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend. We all listen to on. it in college. Um, and I still do. Um, we have another really good one from Spencer Blair, who is the host of such great podcasts, including Please Make This and Desks and Day Jobs. You will also love those. Um, Spencer said he enjoyed the movie Rocket Man and found it pretty inspirational. That's great. Isn't that kind of a nice one? That's so great. It's a really nice one. Um, I am not big on biopics, but I've heard so many good things about the Elton John movie that, uh, I do want to see it. Did you have a, an earnest moment of the week? Yourself, Paula? Yeah, I got an earnest moment of the week, and it's four words. Uh-huh. Are you looking me dead in the eye? Dead in the eyes. Dead in the eyes. Are you ready? I am. Ken Bones Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Could you explain, please? Do you remember Ken Bones? Was he the guy who had the sweater? He and, had a red sweater. And, and a mustache. Yes, and he was famously very undecided in the 2016 election. Yeah, which is not super great. Not super great. I'm not saying I support Ken Bones in that. But um, he has one of the most earnest Twitter accounts um, you've ever seen. I, uh, I recommend it. Ken Bones, actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, still a lot of talking about uh, about his brief foray into fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pictures of Ken Bones with lightsabers. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ken Bones likes the Bruins. Ken Bones likes movies. Ken Hell Bones yeah, likes the Bruins. Birthdays. So uh, I recommend, you know, given, given old Ken. And now I'm seeing it's Ken Bone. It's not Ken Bones. His name's Ken Bone. Yeah. Singular. Well, either way. My earnest moment of the week is, uh, as you know, uh, June is Pride, mm-hmm. and the Happy Pride, Happy Pride. The New York MTA put out a bunch of signs, okay, that were basically notices and things like that. Mm-hmm. That all say no bigotry, hatred, or prejudice allowed at this station at any time. And it was very, they were very beautiful and things like that. Yeah. But then they fucking went in on in their design, so it says like travel alternative. Get over it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Reminder, calling trans youth by their preferred name is suicide prevention. Like real, real stuff. It real wasn't sugar-coated yeah. in any way, which was really, really wonderful. I love that. Or like travel alternative, pray the homophobia away. Oh, uh, were these official? Yeah, I'm showing you MTA? the picture. It's like actually on That's the great. subway. I love that. It was so, it's really wonderful. I love that. I love when people are like, uh, I don't know if putting the money where their mouth is is like, no, it's the I right think, thing to say. Yeah, I think so. But um, I love like a lot of companies. I think kind of lean into like Happy Pride, but then it's kind yeah, of yeah. We put a yeah, we put a uh, a rainbow flag on our Twitter icon. Yeah, or, or they'll like you know just be like love is love tweet, and then you know it's still I think it's still great, and I still think like love is love, and you'll love their deals yes. for our pants. I uh, I think you know any um celebration of Pride is is great, but um I love seeing stuff like that where they're just like. <laughs> also, if you don't believe in this, like, get the hell out of here. Don't yeah. take our goddamn train. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Boycott the MTA? Yeah. Like, good right. luck. Good luck. I love that. I guess the last little bit here is our, uh, is our business side. Yes. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Yes, um, it please. would be awesome if you told a friend about this. If you're liking the podcast and you're listening yes. to it, just writing a quick review. It takes no time on uh apple podcasts no more itunes no more itunes buy itunes buy itunes Bye. build a bridge and get over it that's my just podcast like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah i like um, it um yeah we really we really 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 appreciate it um this little baby podcast and uh if you're an influencer listening then please and if you're any of the brands that we mentioned on this in this episode we can edit in a whole thing where we're like you know what i love at the mall pepsi cola <laughs> <laughs> I love Casper mattress. <laughs> exactly. You know what's like a mall on the internet? Squarespace. <laughs> when I'm done with the mall, I like to make blue apron. <laughs> Our theme, as always, brought to you by Dylan Dutch. She's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter and logo by Ryan Cruz. She's RB Cruiser on Instagram. This is going to do it for us. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, you're all the best. Uh, we've been being earnest with Paula. And Josh. And we have been the fourth top podcast being recorded on this block by 20-something comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Why not be earnest?